the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 292 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this, we're going to call it dominance for very obvious reasons, as Wong dominates the league and we once again dominate RSL. Uh, we will get you up to date on that match, talk a little bit about the fun at Fairplex. Uh, also, of course, preview SKC. Of course, we have the expert here, Araceli, in the mix, talking SKC with us. And LAC, she's the best of both worlds. You know how that works. Um, and so she is on. Tony's on as well today. Bam could not be with us. He's a bit under the weather. We hope he gets well very soon. You might see him uh, kind of creeping around on the uh, on the chat out there. So hey, say hi to Bam. Wish him well. Uh, we're hoping for a speedy recovery. We get him in by next episode. Let's hope, hope, hope. Uh, Araceli, how are you doing tonight? I'm actually doing very well. A little curious of how the match is going to go tomorrow. I'm not going to lie. But other than that, um, yeah, I mean, just kind of gearing up for a busy summer, especially with MLS Next Pro. I got a lot of travel coming up. Trust me, there's a lot of good news coming down the mix. But as of now, you all kind of have to wait. I, I can't share anything just yet. <laughs> We're just looking forward to you getting over here, you know, getting back into the mix, getting back to the bank. I'm not spoiling nothing. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just hoping you get your way here and it, it happens. Um, Tony, I see you hiding over there in the corner. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Excited for our stretch of one interpod rivalry with Araceli and SKC and the coming up weeks of two more rivalry games and then champions league after that. Now, I think we all fully realize that Araceli is more informed about our club here. Yes. The black and gold, both LAFC top side, the second one as well. She's spending a whole lot more time on our end. And I, I think that's kind of a certainty, but she definitely, definitely has her love for SKC has the history there and also knows because she knows she's always out there. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, yes, we are going to definitely rely on Araceli a bit today uh, to get us some information because uh, there are some new faces. So she is definitely looking into that. Um, but before we get into SKC, because, again, that is going to be an interesting topic, we're going to talk about that amazing 3-0 victory uh, against RSL. Again, the dominance once again shows itself. 11 of 12 now. Uh, against RSL in the regular season. It's a little bit wild. It's as if we were punishing him for that, for that loss in the playoffs um, and never again because of that. Because uh, definitely we, we tend to step up. And even when we don't look our greatest, <laughs> we do when we play against RSL and we find a way. We just do. Now, looking into the match, uh, really interesting vibes going into it now. The lead-up was kind of cool for a lot of us. Uh, there were watch parties all over, all over the place, but there was actually a good presence at the LA County Fair for LAFC. It was officially LAFC Day at the fair, so they did have a watch party. They also did have clinics hosted by Jordan Harvey and some of the boys from LAFC too for the kids uh, throughout the day. MLS Cup was there. Ken was there. Yes, Ollie was there too. Uh, it was a good timeout. So for a lot of us that got to go to the fair for the day, Yes, we got to watch the game at the fair. So that was that was a good moment out there. Now, looking at the match, looking at what RSL had to offer, we we're no shock here. They actually did jump into the 4-4-2 again. Uh, but cool thing to see, Mosowski did get the start for this game. So one of our old friends did get the start. He did also receive his ring too, which was a nice touch, knowing you know his history with us. Uh, and so that was nice to see. Now, he was, of course, up top with Rubin. Uh, he had Ojeda and Ruiz as their central midfielders with Gomez on the right and Savarino on the left of mid. Their center backs, Rivera and Glad. Uh, Brody was your right back, Oviedo left back, and McMath in goal. Again, no surprise to anybody. I think what was more surprising was our lineup for this game. Looking at it, we had Vela up top with Apoku and Buanga. I got that one right, guys. Um, Apoku did get his start. Uh, Sanchez, Tillman, and Acosta. Again, sparing no expense. Uh, going right to it with the experience there and uh, the hot hand. 
You had Maldonado and Long as your center backs, Hollingshead on the right and Palacios on the left for very obvious reasons. Clearly, there's something going on with our center back situation and the health of everybody. Uh, so Maldonado and Long were platooned in because they, they had to. Um, it's a necessity. And, of course, McCarthy was in goal. So strong lineup going into it. No messing around. Uh, Tony, I'm going to throw this into you for the very big moments before we break it down. Uh, let's do this, man. Let's get right into the match. What happened, man? No, I mean, it was overall, like, I think S. KC, sorry, my phone just went off. Um, ask, uh, I say C, sorry, jumping ahead. Um, initial RS, madness, yes, yeah, and initial madness for RSL didn't expect us to to come out the way we did. I think they expected us to be tired because look what happens when we actually have a, a week of rest. Our boys are healthy and really willing because in the first eight, in the eighth minute, um, Opoku ends up scoring the first goal of the game. A uh, shot, a left footed shot into the center of the box t- to the top right corner, assisted by, of course, Ilya Sanchez, who was very, very well one of the players of the match. I would say Ilya was very generalized in the middle, especially after an injury later on in the game with Acosta, which is hopefully he's not he- he's healthy enough to come back for. Champions League. I don't really care about the other two games. Just Champions League. We need him for that. Um, and in the 35th minute, another goal by, of course, Dennis Boanga with a one of the goals of the week. It's kind of hard watching the other goals of the week. Very similar and stuff like that. But with a pretty much a no-look pass, no looking at the game, just looked up, saw the opening, and just shot it in a rocket with no spin on it. If you rewatch that ball, there is no spin on the ball. It was just straight force and just through the air. And... Yeah, and the last goal, of course, in the 87th minute, a converted penalty by Bogus, mm-hmm. which was the right move. We could have given it to Boanga to pat his, his you know, his golden golden boot. But to get him on the sheet and get him his confidence up, they gave it to him, and he scored it with a very, very strong, strong left foot, uh, right-footed shot to the left corner, the bottom left. And keeper almost got it, but there was enough kick into it to do it and we come out three zero and you know second in the western conference when you kick it with authority you definitely uh, get a little bit of a get out of jail free card right i mean you put some power on that better chance it sneaks in anyway um that's what he did i found it absolutely classy by the boys to give bogush the t- chance to take it they didn't have to do that so if, especially if you're Boanga, where you know you want to pad your goals right you're, you're building towards the scoring lead um, which he did get to the scoring lead too, which was beautiful to see. Uh, but he gave it up because they wanted Bogus to get his first official league match goal. I mean, that that's what it was about. Build the confidence on the young man. Uh, he's been earning it already on the field, so it was nice to see him get there. Having a Poku score as well is a pretty big deal for us. Um, seeing him pay dividends here is now a couple games here. We've actually seen some improvement from him. Uh, good on him. He's, he's getting better as the games progress. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, uh, Tony, as well. Um, you were impressed with Ilya. Anyone else stand out to you? Well, big time in this one. Um, overall, just like Opoku getting back in form and scoring the goals that we needed him to do, especially with the, again, the tournament's coming up. We're probably going to see him in a couple of those 100%. So we need our front line to be on all pretty much be able to fire at, at the chamber and score the other one which of course was just the youngins when they got in it was to see them really done well and stuff like that and to get bogus his first shot again this could go miles ahead and hopefully his confidence gets better the only bad i have to say this and it's not that is just sifu sifu is a little bit lost again he needs to get better. I think some time with LAFC 2 could be a well done or maybe tomorrow. And, of course, against um, San Jose is going to be a great way for him to get somewhat back in shape and somewhat in mentality-wise. Or, honestly, we're, we're going to keep him when the summer summer market opens up if he keeps playing like this. Yeah, I think there's so much first-team football to play at this point that he has to play. He simply has to to survive. Um, otherwise, our guys are going to all end up hurt. Um, that 
to me was the big concern. I think for most of us getting through this match is yes, we got the win, but man, there were way too many scares and a lot of exhausted looking faces in this game, uh, which is very, very concerning. Of course, the Acosta injury, you know, uh, contact, right? Interesting. <laughs> Again, referee not having the greatest control of the game kind of kind of created these situations. And of course, McCarthy getting yeah, knocked head over heels on a play. If you look at the play, it looked dirty, but it really wasn't. They were going for the ball. It was equal opportunity. You got to go in aggressive. And he just ended up on the wrong side of momentum um, and, and, and nearly bit it. You know, I mean, it was it was pretty rough to see a goalkeeper go down the way he did. Um, thankful he came out of that and didn't have to get taken out because I think the first impression we saw from, from Aaron Long was get him out of there. Um, you know, it was initially he looked really concerned. And so that that is really scary, especially knowing how many games we have coming in that, that these injuries are, are, are showing now. Um, you know, I think Vela had a knock in this game at one point. Uh, Ilya got, got decked at one point. Uh, it just seemed like our skill players were just getting that extra little nudge in this one. Uh, and it did feel a bit <laughs> like they have targets on their backs. Um, you know, not accusing ourselves of anything. Those are our skill players. Uh, but yeah, you could see it was taking a toll. I think the other concern, like I said, looking at the fatigue, when he saw Ryan, Ryan Hollingshead and the others come off the field for their substitutions, it wasn't just that they were tired. They looked gassed. Their faces looked like there was pain there because of how gassed they were. And so the concern does have to be there. It, it, it's looking like these matches are really taking its toll and it should have an effect on the next game. Um, Aristella, your impressions on the match? I have to be honest. I really did not have a chance to watch the match considering it was Mother's Day weekend. And I was uh, with family that Saturday. However, I did manage to la to catch the last 10 minutes to see Bogus finish it off with the third goal. So at least I got to see that. Um, but, I mean, overall impressions, uh, looking at the roster and just kind of seeing what I've seen off of the highlights, I'm not really too surprised considering the going into it. We have talked in the past, especially with fatigue in the team and roster rotation. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm glad that they did get the result. But now moving forward with an even more um, – how do I say this? Oh, like this is a very heavy schedule, really, for the next two weeks. It, I'm curious to see what Dolo's gonna do with the roster. What did Dolo? I was gonna say, what did Dolo say in the interview? I saw that you were in an interview with him, like listening to him talk. What did he say about the injuries coming up for the next game? He didn't really have to say too much. Um, again, I really couldn't stay long in the interviews this morning because I had other. Uh, prior commitments with MLS Next Pro, but based on what I heard from him, I know there was definitely a lot of questioning in terms of the roster rotation and Dolo being usual Dolo, you know, not really giving too much away. And he definitely focused a lot on Ilya with the match for tomorrow. And I think that was just more of uh, Ilya's connection to Sporty. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be interesting for Ilya every time he faces SKC. It just has to be because of his history with it. Um, his love for the club, it's still there. There's no doubt. His love for the fans. Um, and we'll get more into that, of course. But, um, yeah, interesting comments from him. They're going to stay protected and, and guarded as to who's hurt, who's not hurt, who's fatigued. They have to be at this point because you make people targets if you if you, if you mention too much. Um, but it, it's real. I mean, you could see it on the players. The fatigue is still there, whether they got a week off or not. Um, miles are traveled you know and that's going to be tough um negatives from the match like i said it, it's more of the, the the miles driven um there are still certain players that aren't quite getting where they need to be we know who they are you can spot them out continually or just you know hope that it works itself out but yeah the same faces kind of keep showing up as the ones that are like well we need more we need more so uh that's my thought on it tony any final thoughts before we throw it out to our supporters and see where they're at on this um, just, just concerned about the rotation moving forward. Uh, I would like to hear what chat has to say about, you know, Sifu and everybody else of the players and who honestly, well, since Bam's not here, we can do it. Like who's your, who their 
top three is because mine, of course, are going to be Buanga, Poku, and uh, McCarthy for getting uh, pretty much another clean sheet off, especially with the injury or somewhat injury, you know, playing through like a nice slow. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And so that's your top three. I'll throw it to you, Araceli, before we get into the in the mix with everybody. Who's your top three? Ooh. Uh, top three, Bawanga, McCarthy, and I'm going to give it to Bogus. The next hey, one. it's his first, his first goal there. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different. Oh, not too different, guys. Uh, we all know who's number one. It's Bawanga. Uh, scoring a goal like that, it, it's pretty wild. Uh, second star goes to McCarthy. He did get the shutout. He still got called upon. He had to get into the mix, and he came back strong from that that horrible hit uh so good on him for that and then you know what i'm gonna throw it to maldonado uh why bounce back huge bounce back for him he had a couple of really critical slide tackles one was really out there um to prevent a scoring chance helped us to secure a shutout and it's a good way to bounce back from from we know what he had last situation so good on him i'm gonna give him the third star for that um let's throw it out to you guys uh, let's get to comments, see where everybody's at on this. And of course, throw out any break news you want to throw out there. I know there was a lot of news about salaries, haha, and some teams that are totally overpaying. Um, trade rumors, other rumors involving some of our players. So have at it, guys. This is your time to shine. Uh, throw whatever you want to talk about. Let's go for it. Let's see where we're at here. So the first one in the mix that I see is it's Jibble. He is on. Mark Lopez says, LFG, got to make uh, Kevin Show yell at SKZ again. He's going to yell at everything, man. He's he's amazing. Um, again, all love to him for what he does. Uh, it, it's so entertaining to watch what he does. So uh, good on him. But, yeah, I hope we do make him cry a bit in this one. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, Daniel Unhill giving, giving love to Bam. Uh, feel better, Bam. Uh, Ox in the mix straight out of Wichita. We've got... Uh, <laughs> Daniel Unhill said, "Did Tony call San Jose a rival?" Ooh, Tony. Go they they technically are. It's like you know, what I mean, especially even if they're not in the best of form, and we they've they've had our number for the past couple of days, like the past couple of times we faced them. So they're more of a state rival, as you would pretty much I would say this in England. Like, what um, there's like the southern. London where they're sometimes they play each other and sometimes they don't, but at the end of the day, the rivalry is there, no matter how big or small it is, there's still rivals there just because one team's higher than the other. doesn't mean anything. It's a rivalry game and you see it, they play like a rivalry game. They show up and they give us a headache all the time. Yeah. I mean, they're division rivals, right? Uh, anytime we play them, it's a swing in the standings. So that is a rivalry. They're provincial rivals. If we want to call it that because of the region. Um, if San Diego gets into the mix, which it sounds like they probably are, they will instantly be a rival too, because again, proximity counts for something. Um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, Seattle, Portland, we could call them rivals too, because of the football side of things. But again, they're on the side, they're on the same side as us standings wise too. So it counts for more, I would say. So I think that's where you're at. Right, Tony. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's how I am. It's like, again, it's, there's football rivalry of like histories of what's going on. Seattle being one of them, Portland, we just hate each other. And then there's also region rivalries, which is, you know, Carson, um, San Jose, and eventually from what's being announced, San Diego. But that one's going to be more regional until there's history there, but it's going to be a regional rivalry. There you go. Um, as you guys see Bam chatting on there as well, again, wish, wish him the best, guys. He's, he's going through it. There's no doubt. Um, yeah, he's on there right now. So you definitely want to want to go in there and jump on there and talk to the man. Uh, Ox, I see you talking about SKC says needs to go back to losing. I want them to suck when we face them at their home. Honestly, I want them to lose this week, but otherwise go on a winning streak for very obvious reasons. I like certain teams to be in the, in the basement. So we can talk about relegation being needed in this league. So we can get rid of certain geniuses. Just saying, um, <laughs> Daniel and Hill, RSL. Yeah, big L, right? Um, we have Mendo on here. He says one-on-one chances should be converted to goals. Uh, kill a mindset from a Poku. Yeah, man, good finish, right? For sure. LOL man in the mix. Uh, 
Mendo says at times Sifu plays by the book when not necessary at certain situations. Yeah, he's got you know he's got his struggles. Timing's not quite there. Uh, Daniel Angel's vote for top three he says Bawanga, Apoku, and Long. There you go. Excellent. Yes, Long was excellent in the day. That is true. Bam, top for fans. This is the fan vote was Bawanga, McCarthy, Apoku. There you go. Uh, let's see <laughs> some well wishes for Bam says get well soon Bam give that COVID that three O treatment there you go there you go hey LASC and a three O treatment works really well makes us all feel better so I dig it I dig it uh, Mendo says McCarthy Apoku Maldonado there you go um, <laughs> and Ox says sorry Ellie but it's just time to stick it to uh, time to stick to LESC. Oh, they're 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 forcing it into a choice there, Araceli. There you go. Uh, Oxes, of course, but uh, yeah, having fun with it—that's for certain. When these matches come up, it's always going to be like that. We kind of expect that, so there it is. Uh, good stuff on you guys. Throw it out there as well. Um, definitely, I'll throw it out to you guys as well. Your thoughts about the San Diego rumors that popped up today, talking about numbers and record fees. Um, and who could potentially be the buyer. Definitely throw it out if you want to talk about that. I'm down to talk about that. The Olympic Marseille rumor that was flying around about Denny's Boanga that we saw little tiny bit on, on Twitter. Um, I'll just say, ha, whatever. Maybe next year, but not this year. Paying a lot for that one. Uh, yeah, those were kind of the ones that stood out the most. And, of course, the pay rates and seeing Toronto FC and Galaxy throw money into the trash is pretty fun to see, too. Uh, apparently, it's uh, support, throwing supporters in the trash is their thing, too. So just going to throw that there, too. But uh, interesting. Um, oh, Black and Gold's got one for us. Black and Gold Soldier, thoughts on new MLS playoff format, three games, 8 and 19 going in, SMH. Um I don't think I'm hidden from this one at all. Um, I think it stinks. I think the shorter the playoffs, the better. Um, we undervalue the league way too much and overvalue playoff systems. Um, and three games is just not natural for football. So I think it's it's ridiculous, and it, it brings us back to the shootout era, or nearly to it, when you play this many games. Tony, you want to add in on that? Um, which is more money for a Apple TV. That's the one of the main reasons this has got brought up. The other one is also more money for the home team, whoever has the higher seat. So us, most likely Seattle, Portland, more of the people who are doing that. It doesn't really work for football sense. It's just more of a cash grab-ish and also to get more hype and to do the whole, I think the best way to say it is what NBA has been doing with their like play-ins to get the eight seed if you're in the ninth and tenth to give the bubble but of course we always say the reason these new rules are created is because certain teams suck and this is the only way they get into playoffs so and that's the only i mentioned about that because we overvalue the playoffs always always overvalue the playoffs um yeah to me again this sport the best of it two legs total gold simple it it's so simple right uh, you don't need more than that. You don't need to make it complicated. People hate complicated. You want to watch a seven-game series? There's other sports that do that. That's fine. You want to watch that madness? Go for it. Three-game set just comes off funky. It does. It just does. It's not natural to this. So, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm with you. Um, and, again, they've played how many games already this year? Now you're going to extend that too? Yeah, it's 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 jacked. It's jacked. So, um yeah simple is better it's football it's a simple sport right everything in the sport is based off of balance there's two halves right i mean it, it's just yeah it is what it is i can go for hours on this but um yeah i don't think there's any disagreement here i mean we love football but you don't need to make it complicated you don't good stuff guys good on the reactions we'll get back to you later in this again Fire away at us. Do not hesitate. We absolutely love the comments you guys throw our way. Of course, after reactions, what do we do? That's right. We go into club community news. Uh, that's where Tony is our specialist in this because there is stuff going on. And I believe Black and Gold Vinyl Club's got something going on. Go for it, man. 
Alistair, the Black and Gold Vinyl Club for the transition to our Black and Gold Vinyl Minute. But so, of course, as you all seen, the new Pride warm-up jerseys have come out. They are really good this year. I actually, you know, hoping for it to be released tomorrow at the game. So when I go to HQ, I could just pick my mine up. Um, it's really cool to like that we as a league do this as in like, you know, support in general, just a lifestyle that is important and not to be also diminished, you know, because in the last couple of weeks, we've heard so many backlash about this, even in our own sport, even in our own league with everything that's been going on. So I, if you have the money and, you know, of course, LAFC and support this, support this cause as well, just to show, you know, that we are allies, that we accept anyone, no matter which, who you are. So that's one. Two is, of course, we were talking about the San Diego thing. That was the news. And that's something that it is what it is. So we can get, we'll talk about that more once it becomes more realistic and also more uh, confirmed with other news because supposedly there's an announcement. So maybe the next pod we'll talk about that. And of course, the last one is the Black and Gold Vinyl Club is holding an event this Friday at Boomtown Brewery. Um, May 19th at 8 p.m. They are going to be having, they've done this before. I haven't, wasn't able to do this, Um, but the DJs are going to be Sol Libre, Libre, uh, (laughs) Rastagari, Golden Brown, and Brandon Gerard are going to be there. I believe there's one more. I just, I think I've not wrote it down. So if you have time, hang out with our black and gold club vinyl club event it should be a fun time you ever been to boomtown it's really cool it's a really cool venue some the way it's set up and everything so it should be fun so if you have time go enjoy that yeah it should be it should be definitely a good time out um i will say those pride jerseys are brilliant this year um they look good like honestly i i might be picking one of those up last year's didn't look so great um but this year it's a, it's a huge upgrade for sure for sure. All right. That brings us to LAFC2 update. Araceli, you have the floor. How are things going in the world of LAFC2? There's really been no uh, further updates considering that LAFC, we've already seen what LAFC2 has been doing the last couple of matches, including the Open Cup play. But other than that, their hunt for the first win of the season continues. They will be traveling to Salt Lake this weekend to face the Real Monarchs. That game will be on this Sunday, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And it it will actually be on MLSNextPro.com, not Apple, on the main website itself. So for those who may not even have Apple TV, you can still stream it online for free. Highly recommend checking it out. As I've said in the last couple of weeks, I know the last time we spoke about it, it kind of sounded like I was going a little hard with the guys. Um, <laughs> hey, I, look, I understand the bigger picture when it comes to LAFC too, but um, when you go week after week with it just getting closer to that result, you do you do have to start questioning um, certain mechanisms in it. But hopefully this weekend they can finally find that win. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, there's a lot going on in this league, um, especially over the summer. But unfortunately, as of now, I cannot share any updates since we are still working out final details. There it is. There it is. Thank you for the update, Araceli. Yeah, let's hope they get this darn win. We're over it. We're over it. Hey, if the big boys can dominate RSL... You can too, LAFC too. We have confidence in you. And honestly, there should be a boost of confidence after the Monterey Bay match, right? Um, now that everyone's going to be available, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get those points. Um, all right. So the next one is, of course, the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. And uh, forgive me on this one. Um, I decided there were two two ways I was going to it, looking for something new or looking for something old. I just decided to go old. Um, classic. So I'm choosing Charlie Parker um, for this one. Uh, again, jazz, bebop, saxophonist, of course, known as, as Bird as well. Um, albums, you, you name it, it's out there. Um, 
the complete Savoy dial studio recordings probably is the best one to go if you just want to get the whole measure. Um, so that is my choice for vinyl club, uh, album of the week. Uh, again, history is important, especially music history. Uh, don't forget the old stuff cause it influences the new stuff every day. So there is my choice. You guys have any others you want to throw out there? Or are you good? Thumbs are up from everybody. All right. So you know what that means, right? We transition to the next match. The one we really want to talk about, the one that we're all going to be at tomorrow if we can be there. The ones we're going to walk from far away, but this is the big game for us. LAOC versus SKC. A team on the top versus a team that's finally starting to look like they're coming to life this year um, after a very, 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 very difficult start. Um, game will be, of course, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. at BMO Field. You know, stadium, sorry. Uh, interesting run of form. Like I said, SKC is looking better. Tony, throw up the results, man. What's going on with those guys? So they haven't been the greatest in the last last season, as you haven't noticed. I, they're on the tie for the bottom of the Golden Spoon with Carson. But if you look at their last five games, they actually look pretty decent. You know, mm-hmm. we'll start. They won against Minnesota Minnesota United. Um. 3-0. They lost to Houston Dynamo in the U.S. Open Cup. They won against Seattle, the Seattle Sounders 2-1. Lost to Montreal uh, 2-0. And also in the Open Cup, they beat uh, uh, Tunisian, I think. Sorry. Tulsa Athletic. Tulsa. Okay, it looked like an I. Sorry. That. Tulsa Athletic 3-0. So from the last five, they're actually pretty decent. Looks like They've brought in a couple new players, and they're finally in form coming into this game. Now, we can't overlook that because, you know, we have a busy schedule. So this could be a trap game, and the next one can be a trap game because there's two games that we are most fans. I don't know if the players are, but most fans are focusing on. Well, the funny thing is we do have a history with them of going back and forth. You know, the weird thing is we've never tied them before. A draw just hasn't happened. It's been five wins for us four wins for them and what's funny is these tend to happen when you're not expecting them right um there's been some off ones they're like well i wasn't expecting that result where we we you know we lay an egg or they do um and or we get a crazy red card that shouldn't been red card we've had that moment too um so it's been interesting in the history um and so it is tighter than we think and i will say this any team that is able to beat minnesota united 3-0 and then also uh, beat the Sounders, who were in first place at the time, is a threat, is a better team than they show in the standings. This team can play when they're healthy, when they have the full measure, when they're injured. That, of course, is another story. So as Tony mentioned, yes, they're in last place. They're tied with nine points with the Galaxy. But the story is changing for them, and we have to be respectful for that. Now, Total goals scored, and this is this is where you see where their struggles have been. As we've had 20 scored, they're sitting at only eight right now. That's right. 12 games, eight goals. Okay, that has been their issue. But players have come back. Goal difference, of course, is negative eight. It's because, again, lack of production. That is their story. Um, they've also been a bit of a sieve. Things are looking more improved right now. Um, Araceli, I'm going to throw it to you. Um, there are new faces in the house and people coming back from injury, correct? Oh, yes. We have plenty of new faces, including um, players finally returning from the injury roster, including Alan Polito. And I think that's where we started kind of seeing that shift, especially with him now back in the mix. Um, I mean, we already know when, when it comes to sporting, it was not a great start to the season. I believe they were on like a 10-game losing streak practically. It was very troubling for the club as well as the fans. Um, you, if you listen to our past episodes, you've heard me mention it from time to time. But regarding the last two matches, they seem to be on a little bit of a winning streak right now. As you mentioned, they defeated the Seattle and now Minnesota. I'm not really focusing on Houston with the Open Cup because – Let's be honest, that's the Open Cup. So 
I didn't see them advancing too far. That's my own personal opinion. But as I mentioned, um, looking at the injury roster, obviously I, you know, I really don't know what it is for tomorrow because it is not out yet. So I am going based off of this past match. Not too many surprises on it, considering uh, Courtney Ford and Willie Agata were are going to be out for the entire season due to season-ending injuries. Um, last I heard, uh, Willie Agata did undergo surgery, which, which was very successful, thankfully. But as I just said, he will be out for the entire season. So naturally seeing that raised some concerns, but... Now with Alan Polito back in the mix, it just they just seem to have their strength back. And um, going to the Minnesota game, you know, as I've said with LAFC, unfortunately, I did not watch that game. I had to. So I'm kind of going based off of highlights. So bear mm-hmm. with me on this. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's safe to say that Tim Milia did not travel to L.A., he went down in the 63rd minute due to an injury. So who will be in goal? Possibly Pulse Camp, maybe McIntosh. Which but... is a huge, that's a huge loss for them. I mean, a, a huge is. loss. Uh, Amelia is is kind of the face of the back line, right? I mean, he is the guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see. In terms of your goalkeepers or what you've seen from the goalkeepers, who do you think really stands out that will probably get that that call? When it comes to the backup keepers, um, I would say John Poole's camp, the kid from Bakersfield, because he has been a very strong backup. He does have his moments. Is he as strong as Tim Milia? No. No disrespect to him, but um, Milia has been the anchor for the back line. So with him out, it is a little questionable, and I am curious to see what Vermees does to the back line to give Poole's camp that support. Yeah, it's a tough ask. It really is a tough ask. And and that is a huge, honestly, huge advantage to us. Again, uh, Tim Elia knows what it's like to be in front of the 252. The others do not, right? That that will have a play. You know how we are back there. Uh, mm-hmm. It should be interesting. Of course, the Agata injury, too, is huge. He's played eight games for them already this year. Um, to not have him in is going to be a little tough. Now, looking for the goal situation, I think Dan, uh, Daniel Salawi, I hope I said his name right. Did I? Um, you did. Yeah, 12 games, two goals. That's way underperforming, but I believe he did get on the mark last game. Uh, Polito, seven games, one goal, but now he's healthy. Uh, those two, if they are clicking, we we have something to worry about. That's just the way they play. If those guys are moving and the other guy to me, to me, the guy that's the glue in this is Johnny Russell. Um, if Johnny Russell's in form, if Johnny Russell's doing Johnny Russell things, and, and I know you're looking at me like, oh, Johnny Russell things, you know, when he's on, when he's got an attitude, um, it, it's going to be a little bit of, of work. Um, from the bit that you've seen from, from Johnny Russell, he's, he's full tilt right now, right? He's back to normal again. Oh, yes, he's back to full strength. And Johnny Russell has arguably been the heart of the squad for the last couple of years. There's a reason why he's the captain. He's Mm -hmm. extremely emotional with the team, and he really pushes them to do well. I I think it's fair to say that he is Sporting's version of Carlos Vela in the sense of his leadership skills and just really being that uh, key component. Character. Character goes a long way, and he's he's one of those guys. Um, another name that popped up that I see that got a couple a couple uh, well got one goal and two assists is is Eric uh, Tommy. Uh, thoughts on him going into this match? Eric Tommy, he was he's like a Willie Agata in the sense that even going into the season, all eyes were on them as the uh, dramatic duo. They performed very well with Sporting last season. And seeing Tommy, he looks like he's back in his old form. So he could be very dangerous, especially in the midfield. There it is. And then uh, the other name that I saw pop up recently was was Gadi Kinda, which is a familiar name. But again, we haven't heard his name a lot this year. Three matches total. Um, he was another one that was was nursing injury, right, to get back into the lineup. Correct. He, uh, similar to Polito, he was out for a couple matches due to injury. But now he's back, and even in the last match against Minnesota, he finally scored a goal after 
Oh goodness. How long has he been out? He, he's been out for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, him coming in is, it, it, it shows something uh, that that's for sure. Again, they're looking more complete now. Yes, there was one injury, but they're looking like SKC used to look, you know, uh, there's some things there. Now, interesting thing is they are playing a four, three, three, which historically has not been the approach right from Peter Vermees. This is, this is something new from him. Usually you look to see him clogging the midfield and controlling things. Instead, it's more of this front foot kind of like what we do. Um, and to me, I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to stay the same. I'm assuming it will now that they're getting results that way, but looking at it, if it stays the way it does and Arisa, do you think they're going to probably stick with that for this match? I think there's definitely a high chance that they will stick with that. Again, my only question is obviously, you know, not only in the who are they put in the midfield, but in goal as well. Mm -hmm. But looking at their roster that they used for the last match, I see it being more of the same. Um, as I alluded to earlier with a lot of new faces, Danny Rosero, who was actually signed uh, this March, he's a center back. He scored the opening goal against Minnesota with an assist from Danny Shalloui. So, again, it looks like they're looking like the old SKC in a sense, especially mm -hmm. with those connections in the back. But I don't know. I mean, personally speaking, any time that my hometown goes against LAFC, I'm always hoping for a draw. That's just me. Don't come <laughs> after me. But <laughs> <laughs> And no um, one's ever got one. <laughs> I, I'm definitely uh, curious for tomorrow's yeah. matchup. Yeah. Uh, typical lineup to expect in this game, of course. It's going to be Kendall McIntosh probably in goal. Um, he's the one that came in to platoon for, for Melia. Uh, Fontas and uh, Valencia as your center backs. Uh, Davis right back. And Dembe, the, the left back, I believe. Uh, Redoya. Started the last game as central midfielder, but Gotti Kinda came in for him. I think maybe Kinda's unlimited minutes. That might be the story. Um, Tommy on uh, right mid, uh, Walter left mid. Um, of course, up top was Pulido, Russell, and uh, Shallowy. Uh, getting older up top there, that's for sure, but still the experience is there and they know how to damage. Um, do you think in the central midfield position that maybe Kinda might be ready to start in this or think? Uh, uh, Redoja goes in again. I think there's a possibility Kinda could start, but given that he's still kind of on limited minutes with sporting, it, it wouldn't be surprised me if he comes in in the second half as a sub. Yeah, I think it, I think it makes sense. And uh, again, Valencia is the guy to watch for, right? He's 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 got one already. He did one last week. Um, and, and he's looking ready. Um, I did see another name sub into this, and it's really interesting because I'm just wondering how his form is looking. Is, is Graham Zusi got minutes in this last game? Pretty wild. He's got minutes. Um, is what's going on with him? Graham Zusi has been a, a very interesting case this year. Um, or, or thus far, I should say, because yes, he did get minutes, which is great to see. But unfortunately, his performance has just been very lackluster the last couple of matches. And it's not just, you know, the whole squad, generally speaking, it's really just been him. So I know there's definitely been a lot of questions. Um, also, too, a lot of curiosity is if this will be his final season, is he going to finally retire? Because Graham Zuzi is still like one of the originals, even back in the Wizards days. So... I don't know. I mean, personally speaking, he's always been a great player to uh, not only watch, but even off the pitch. But I I agree. I, I think this season, it's, it's his last one, his final hurrah. He is a legend, but that is just it. He's a legend. He's not a current, you know, impact man. Um, that's what I was seeing as well. And again, um, San Zussi, right? That's what he's most famous for. Um, yeah, it'd been a mainstay, but you could see the kids are there now, you know, and, and you got to get younger. And again, new faces are coming in. So the expectation is this is probably a swan song. Um, maybe we'll see him for a few minutes, but yeah, I, I don't expect a whole lot. That's for sure. Um, out, outside of that, I think that looks like our, our, our lineup, right, for SKC. Uh, no shock there. Uh, I think the bigger question, of course, will definitely be us. 
what are we doing with our lineup? How is this thing going to look? How are we going to deal with it? Um, how do we, you know, after seeing some some scary moments in the last game, what do we do? You know, what do we what are we going to throw out there? And so I'm going to throw it to you guys first and where you th- see things are at. Center back, I think, is the first conversation. Long and Maldonado did did fine last game. They held fine. They look healthy. Um, the rest are question marks. Quite literally, all of them after those two are question marks. Should we expect to see anything different or definitely expect some rest to go into this? And I'll throw this to you, Tony, first. Thoughts on the center back situation? Um, center backs, I don't think we could, should change. Again, Kalini and Morios are still on their lower lower injuries, so that's not going to – so we can need to rest them. I think that should be the long end. Maldonado should be fine. They worked really well. Again, not taking SKC lightly, but this should be a fine one. So center backs, I would just keep it the same, especially with for this game. And then we'll, again, take it day by day at this point with that. Right. And, and you know, seeing the shuffle go around, I got to wonder when it, when is Segura going to be ready, man? Because at this point, we really, really need him. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't on our roster, if you notice. No, he's not. He's not, but he's in town. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm not even around. talking about yeah. Well, I'm not even talking about roster. I'm just talking about even like p- being on the payroll or anything like that, too. So, no, he's not. He's yeah. not under contract with us right now, but he's in the neighborhood. You know, uh, he's not retired. So, you know, put two and two together. I think we know what's going on there. Um, let's just hope he's ready when we need him. Right. Um, now, looking at the out- outside back situation, um, I'm going to go right at the Hollingshead story right now. Hollingshead looked absolutely gassed when he went off the field against RSL. Like, like really, he 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 earned the day, right? Um, but he looked it. I can't help but think that Palencia is the guy that gets the start for this one. I think this is the perfect match to have him get the start. Um, what do you think, Anaraceli, for your out by outside back situation? No, I agree. I, I think Palencia is going to start over Hollingshead because, I mean, it. The, the boys are tired. Let's be honest. Yeah. They are just very tired. So I see Palencia getting it. I see um, Mod- I would give it to Madalano along again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Palacios has to play, right? It's, I mean, tough. it's very it, tough because it's kind of how Tony said it, it literally is a day by day situation at this point. Otherwise, it's one of the LAFC two kids, it's one of the youngsters. Right? Yep. Are you gonna throw, throw them into this? You know, at this point we have to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we the league is important, and home to, and home field advantage is important going to the playoffs. But we have bigger, bigger things to do, and Champions League is on the mindset. I know uh, Seattle when they did when when they won it the first time around. Like they overall, like their season was just bad, but Champions League was their main focus and they won it and as again this that's the main focus like i don't mind throwing in the twos on this one the u.s open cup we'll talk about that one that comes in but at this moment in time for league wise supporters cup is the supporter shield is nice i love it but right now that's not that's a longer time goal We've mm-hmm. had enough points to keep ourselves in the right positions that we're making playoffs. We're in the, you know, battling for home field advantage, but bring in the youngins at this point, you know what I mean? To get some of the rest and stuff like that. Even if San Jose is the same way, but for this game, SKC is right, but pull a mixture of the youngins and the veterans and like the, the so that would be well done. Right. And which puts you in the left back situation with Palacios. I mean, who could even replace him at this point? Um, I mean, I think they threw Tillman in there at some point and Acosta in there at some point, but we can't throw Acosta into this mix. And and so I think Palacios is a question, but honestly, I think he starts just because of availability and stability. I think they keep him going there. I don't think they're going to take him out. I think the other big question is going to be our midfield situation. I think you will see a shuffle here, uh, maybe some surprise names in the mix. Um, I'll throw it out there. If Acosta's got any sort of knock, which it looks like he did, um, there's not a chance he's playing in this game. No way. Not with, not with Carson down the line a week away, exactly a week away. He's going to be slated for that game. 
because that also puts him a week before we face Leon. Um, I would think that makes sense. If he's feeling good, he goes for the next one, but this one he sits out. And if he's not feeling good, sit him all the way out until we play Leon. Like, whatevs, man. You got to rest the guy. Got to be careful with that. Sanchez is another story. I honestly do think Sanchez plays simply because of the history between the two teams. I just don't think he's going to want to miss that. It would bother him more to miss it. Maybe if he comes in as a sub, too, that might be a good thing, too. Um, but it just, I have a funny feeling he stays in. Tillman, again, informed. Don't be surprised if he plays. Um, if not, I mean, your, your obvious choices to come in would, of course, be Eric Duenas, which I would love to see the man get a start. I think this is a perfect game for him to get a start. I want to see him in the lineup for this game. And then uh, Chris Estomo. I mean, he put in great work, right, against Monterey Bay. This might be a good one for him to get some minutes, too. Um, I'm going to throw this one to Araceli first, your midfield pairing for this. And, and do you think this is where we're going to see the most rotation? I definitely see possibility for rotation, especially with Acosta. Um, I would hope to see Duenas or Chris Estomos take his spot. As far as Tillman, he's been in perfect form, so I won't be surprised if he gets a start. And as for Ilya, yes, I understand that the argument right now is rest demand because he has been playing every single match practically. But given the history between him and Sporty, you got to start him. You just have to. It's tough. You don't want to risk him, but you just you feel psychologically speaking that he's he's gonna... even if you take him out at halftime, just start him at least. Yeah, unless he platoons, unless he platoons and gets limited minutes, which he can be, right? He goes 60 and get off the field. Um, you know, Sifuentes is the name that also top pops up, right? Has to. Um, I think he would get a start here, too. So don't be surprised if it's Duenas and Sifu uh, out there. And third guy's your your wild card. Um, Tony, your thoughts? Um, Like I said, it's I don't don't know it's kind of like one of those tops of it's like kind of going over i'm trying to go over like the full roster of who's available who's not available who actually can probably play in this game it's just like so many what ifs i just like it's almost like throw a dartboard and see where it lands and see how it goes he's feeling good hey maybe bogu should get some time in midfield he's played there before plenty exactly. plenty um maybe he goes into the back um right and, and does things and tillman plays deep you know, mm-hmm. he's done it before. Sifu's played deep before. It doesn't have to be Sanchez. That's the thing. Not in this one. It doesn't. Um, so I, I honestly do think we're going to have a good surprise uh, in midfield. Now, up top's the other story, right? Your usual suspects are Buanga and Vela. And then Apoko Bogush Buke is the other story for that third one, right? That's how we're kind of <laughs> moving things around. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, Tony. Does Vela get the start in this thing, or are we going to put this guy in bubble wrap until we play the Galaxy? I, sorry. Ah, I caught him right at the wrong time there. I know, right? <laughs> um, I would say, um, Carson, uh, I would say we start him on this one and limit him minutes against San Jose, if that. So just to get him in the run. If anything, he comes on as a sub. I just He's the main one, of course, Bawanga, for sure. Is a must. He wants to play every game. He wants to play three games if he could. Every three days. That's what yeah. he said. And yeah. then, um, honestly, Bapoku, I think, gets to start on this one. Bogus, maybe move back. We use him for the back and stuff like that. That's his start. Or, you know, of course, there's always, um, what's the other one? Bogus and Buke. There you go. Yeah. I mean, this would be a fine game for Buke to play in, right? He needs to play. Um, yeah, I know. I know, guys. I know. But he's got to get better, right? He's a young lad. He's got to get better. Um, you don't get better unless you play. So there's that. Um, I, I Honestly, after watching the guys get knocks last game, I, I'm, I'm seriously like, I get Boanga playing, but Vela, like, I know he wants to play, but protect the man. Just protect him. Um, and then Apoku, yeah, I think he's earned his spot. We'll see what we do here. Don't be surprised if one of the big boys gets gets limited minutes or they split with each other. That could be something as well. One goes in for the next. And then you get two young guys up top. So rotation should be the story. We'll see if it plays itself out. Um, and then McCarthy. Um, maybe this is McCarthy's chance to rest too. We didn't talk about it, but maybe we should. Yeah, Yakupovich is, is just sitting there waiting. Um, this might be one for him as well, especially with McCarthy getting 
a good knock the last game. Uh, expect some changes. I do. And I'll throw it out to you guys for the comments. Um, tell us where you think it's at. Where do you think it's going to be with a uh, rotation situation? Or this is that match to go week to week to week until you get to Leon, which would be good too. And then where, where everyone gets the rest against San Jose. So really interesting situation as is. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Now, I'm going to throw it out to you. Any final comments from my panel here before we throw it out to the supporters? Um, just it's going to be a very hard game to watch, and it's going to be surprising if there's going to be like a mix up of like players that we we couldn't even think of to play because again, we just going off like who's doing well, who's doing everything, like it's a five day game. But remember, you guys, we are focused on Champions League. These games, of course, we want to win them, but Champions League is the number one priority. U.S. Open Cup maybe goes up a little bit higher than Supporter Shield at this moment in time, but especially who we're playing against. And so this is going to be the hardest one to pick out of who the starting lineup is going to be at this point. You can pretty much put your takes out of there and you might be right as well. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the good one. This is the good one here that, that, that uh, we're playing a little bit of lottery here. That's for sure. So, uh Definitely uh, get into the conversation here. Uh, tell us where you guys are at on this one. Uh, let me throw it into some comments. There's a few guys that already popped on there, so I'm going to see where you're at on this. Um, Black and Gold Soldier, to me, LAFC is everyone's club. There you go. Uh, I see Wolf in the mix as well. Um, he's looking at Open Cup next MLS trophy, so there he is on that one. Uh, Daniel Angel says, I never, I never used to get all the Vela at 10 talk, but honestly, at this point, we might need to see it. I mean, I think the conversation with Vela at 10 is, of course, what he does on the other side of the ball has always been the big concern. And of course, when you're in the 10, uh, that's a good chance to get clipped and all that other fun stuff. And it gets a little bit more tight. So, um, we'll, we'll see. I, I wouldn't bet on the 10 spot, but you never, you never know. You never know what these lineups, how they're going to play it. Um, but I, I, you know, again, I'm voting for safety. So there you go. Um, Ox says he does hope nothing but the best for whoever Dolo puts out there. And, uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, Dolo, uh, has been rolling the dice rather well as of late as of last year too. We know this, uh, it's hard to doubt the man with the success he's had so far. Um, he knows what's best for the boys. He sees them every day. He knows who needs to be in there. So there you go. Uh, Daniel on hell, man. Good on you, dude. He actually gave us his picks for the day, for the game. So here we go. He says, uh, Eldon in goal. So Yakupovic in goal, uh, Sergey Palencia. It would be your right back. Uh, Daniel and, uh, Aaron as your center backs, uh, cheeky on the left, Ilya, Jose and Eric in the midfield. Young lad with some experienced boys next to him. That's never a bad thing. And then Buanga, Poco, and Bogush. So a rest for a rest for Vela or at least limited minutes. So there we go. I like your choices, sir. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't mind that at all. That's for I, sure. Tony. I, I like his front three, to be honest. We've never seen those three. Oh, I, those three kind of play together. We've seen Buke play up there with them, but I've never seen Bogus with that yet. So I mean, that might be an interesting situation. Yeah. I could put SKC into some fits there. You've got some distant shooters in that, and you got a Poku who can get in behind. Uh, and Arisa looks like she might cry in a minute. Sorry, sorry. Um, but I'm just saying, uh, I'm down with that, Danielle. I like that lineup. That looks cool with me. I'm good with it. Um, Ox says, any word on Giorgio? No, it's quiet. Um, we've heard some injury talk. I don't want to share that on here, to be honest. Um but from we, what we got is it's always a day-to-day. -day. It's not like a long-term thing. So he's he's quite literally day-to-day -day for the season. <laughs> I think you could say that safely, um, is that he is our day-to-day -day player. So, um, again, when you can get out there, we love that he's out there. But, again, take it safe. Take it safe. Uh, we're going to need him for big for the big stuff, too. So long stretch, long summer. You just want Giorgio to be healthy. So uh, it's quiet right now, which I think that might suggest that we're not going to see him. So there's that. Again, not calling it, 
but it's too quiet. Um, Ox, of course, is <laughs> he's having a good chuckle at Aricelius' expense. Um, I get you, Ox. I get you, man. I know. I know. The match is what it is. So. I expect uh, to see Ox in KC next month, which is very interesting because literally one month from today is when LAFC will, will be here in KC. You better go, Ox. I know that drive. <laughs> right? It's not a short drive. I will say that. Uh, his drive is pretty pretty decent from Wichita to Kansas City. It's only Kansas. two hours. It's not that bad. It's because everything looks the same all the way up. Uh, <laughs> it feels like it's an extra hour. <laughs> grass, fields, grass, water towers. You know, it's a Kansas thing. Nothing against Kansas. The rolling hills. Come on. Rolling hills. Just the rolling same. hills. I know. I know. Look at and Ox says actually three hours. So there it is. There it is. So funny, guys. Um, yeah, Kansas is a beautiful state. Not gonna say it isn't, but it looks kind of the same on the side of those roads. It does. It it just does. It just does. So there it is. Ox. Ox says he's got his tickets. He'll be there, Araceli. So that means photo op inbound. There it is. Awesome. Thank you, Ox, for that update, man. All right, guys. I see the comments. Thank you again for always posting, always supporting, always giving us your best, honest, wildest opinions. We value them all. Could be out in left field. I'm good with it. I'm totally good with it. Um, all right. So is that that point? Are we getting there, guys? That's right. Towards the end of the show. So you know what we do at this point? We talk about our final thoughts. We close this one out. Get you guys ready for the next day because this game's coming up quick. So there it is. Final thoughts. I throw it out to my crew there. I'm going to start with you, Araceli, since, of course, Ox is throwing it at you. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are simple. I've already said it before. I'm just very curious to see how it goes uh, tomorrow because anytime uh skc and lafc always face off whether if it's in los angeles or here in kc it's always one of those matches that's just like you want to see both do well but i just leave it at that otherwise (laughs) same as usual wishing everyone stay safe whether if you go to a watch party or not uh be sure to look out for each other and yeah just enjoy the game (laughs) there it is fill out the bank make it noisy it's what we do best Tony, final thoughts, sir. Um, final thoughts is, of course, drive safely there. Drive safely after the game. Drink responsibly. Responsibility. Yeah, words are hard. Responsibility. Responsible. Oh my god, why am I saying responsibility? Uh, responsible. And um, you know, if you get out there, get at HQ. Hopefully, the um, pride jersey's there, so I can pick it up really quick, and also pick up a new jersey as well. Um, also, you know, it's going to be Military Appreciation Day that day. So, um, you know, thank you for your services for any military people who listen to us. Uh, I I know whatever your whatever your you know things on po- uh, politics is. At the end of the day, we have to you know honor our military our military service people because you know at the end of the day. They're, they're here to protect us no matter what they're doing. They're following orders, but they keep us safe. So there's never any doubts of that. So thank you. I want to say thank you for all of them for what they do. And of course, you know, since Bam's out of here, remember to, it's okay not to be okay. Um, make sure you hit up your friends and see how they're doing. You know, it doesn't matter what time of day, send them a text, you know, if they respond, They'll have a conversation through text, through voicemail, through voicemail, if you can do that, you know, or FaceTime. There's so much more technology to reach out. There's not just distance is not a thing anymore. Uh, physical touch, of course, you know, kind of being there, you know, being like to hold them or do whatever them is a little bit different, but you can always reach out. So just, you know, it's okay to be okay and make sure you just reach out for some friend. A phone call goes a very long way. It does. It does. Uh, again. Uh, we all need each other at the end of the day, right? We're all community here. Um, and so do it, right? Reach out. You got to do it. Um, thank you, Tony, for bringing that up again. Um, also, congratulations on episode 101 for Tony today. I know we didn't get a chance to really give him all the love last week, but uh, the man has been here 
for a third of our shows. I know, right? Time flies. So again, brother, thank you for that and keep it up. Hey, we'd be lost on community news without you. I'm honest. I'm terrible about these things. So uh, you're keeping it down. And uh, of course, social media is on point as always. Thanks to Tony. So love you, man. Amazing. Uh, Araceli, thank you for your late night again. Uh, giving us the preview, getting the shtick from uh, from Ox all the time. And and I know we all love Ox, but uh, uh, again, thank you for being a gamer on this and uh, getting us the updates for tonight and beyond, uh, of course, with LAFC2 News. Uh, thank you to all the supporters, fans, uh, crazy black and gold family for always staying golden, being golden, um, traveling well, getting nuts every week, doing what we do best and giving us the... Uh, reputation that we have these days thank you to all you guys um and so final word again araceli stay golden oh tony stay golden los angeles and from me to all of you stay golden los angeles for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over